want you to go to Hebrews chapter 4. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 16. Hebrews 4 and verse what? 16. And notice the second word, let us. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you're not alone. Use with us. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace. Now this is important. Eye contact. Stop going to God as if he don't care about you. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that you might have life and have it more abundantly. God gave his life for you. So say, I must be important. I am important. Whether I feel like it or not. Hallelujah. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace. Now here's why we come boldly. That we may obtain mercy. Any of you ever need some mercy? I mean, you know you're messed up. <laughs> you know you're messed up. And you just needed some mercy. But mercy has to be obtained. You can keep sitting on your do-nothing and that's all you have is nothing. Faith without works or corresponding action is dead. There's something you're going to have to do to get your breakthrough. Hallelujah. And one of them is waking up on the right side of the bed. Stop getting up mad all the time. Oh, Jesus. Man, I mean, you woke up, you ought to be glad. Somebody didn't wake up. Hallelujah. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy, here's the next piece, and find grace. Do you know, grace is unmerited favor. And sometimes you got to find it. Uh... Sometimes it's not in the places you're looking at it. You got to go hunt for it. It's there, but you got to find it. It's available, but you got to find it. You ever go to a restaurant and the food was bad? All of a sudden, you found another restaurant too, didn't you? <laughs> been there. I didn't know, but this, I've been there, but I ain't found what I want. I'm going to the next one. And then when you get this, oh, why didn't I go here all the time? Why did somebody tell me all the time? But you found it. Say grace must be found. All right. And find grace to help in the time of need. Any of you ever been in a need zone? Yes, yes, yes. Well, when you're in a need zone, you need some grace. Folks, today's message is entitled Loving Mercy. 
loving mercy. And by mercy, I mean compassionate treatment. By mercy, I mean a disposition to be kind and forgiving. Uh, now, let's go to Psalms 68 and 19. Let me, let me develop this a little bit. Psalms 68 and 19. Oh, hallelujah. It says, Blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. Go to Psalms 103. And verse 2. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, my will, my emotions, and my intellect. And forget not all his benefits. Now, I want to pause. I want you to look at me for a minute. Y'all ain't smiling? Thank you. Stop forgetting the benefits. If you are alive, that's a benefit. If you can see, it's a benefit. If you can hear, it's a benefit. If you can walk, it's a benefit. If you can talk, it's a benefit. We all have bad hair days. Come on, come on. All because your hair ain't da-da-da-da. You forget the fact that you got hair. Some people don't have no hair. I'm working on something. Benefits. And, 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 and he, also, don't disrespect the small benefits. Nothing great gets great without being small. Well, I just, no, sometimes you ain't ready to blow up. Sometimes you ain't ready to blow up because if you get blown up too fast and you, you don't have, know how to manage the blow up, oh, Lord. Now, wait a minute. Tell me how somebody can be skilled at shooting a boot, a baller, <laughs> and earn $300 million in less than a year. All of it's gone. Now, how? Wait a minute. Three. Hundred million. What you need? I'll buy. What you need? I'll buy. What you? And then, when it's gone, all the folks that you gave it to, you can't find them. They get oh, huh? They done hustled you. They done robbed you. Now you can't. You you can't even pay nothing, and you. 
You can't find them. That's my homeboy. Homeboy done left home. Are you there? Psalms 103, verse 2. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. One of the benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases. Now, why did you get saved? And the Lord said, I forgave you, and you forget that that's a benefit. And every time you go to praying, you keep reminding him of what you did in the past. He said, forget those things that are behind. Huh? And, and, and something about going forward, right? And press toward the, huh, the mark for the prize of the high calling. We want to stay in the low calling because that way we don't have to change. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. Eagle Summit 2015 and beyond. Let's not forget to forget that each day we shall be loaded with benefits of the Lord as we daily learn to work together with him. And one of the key benefits released unto the sons and daughters is mercy. Mercy. I'm standing here with mercy. Because if you knew my rap sheet, oh Jesus, it's the mercy of God. If it had not been for the Lord that was on little Jimmy's side, little Jimmy wouldn't be here today. Oh Jesus, I know I got a halo around my head, but it was for the Lord. Come on now. Mercy. Now, I, I, I came uh, with an illustration. Uh, in my hand, I have, uh, well, let me say it this way. Uh, this next week is Father's Day, right? Well, uh, one of my daughters sent me a, a gift. I ain't going to tell you what it is. Oh, yes, I will. It was some edible fruit. Edible arrangements. Don't be jealous. <laughs> and uh, with it came a, a, a package. And in the package, it, it had a, a, some, some interesting uh, advertisements. And one of it was, if you purchase the edibles, they give you some benefits. Oh. Uh, Anybody uh, like uh, hibachi? <laughs> Don't be jealous. <laughs> um, um, Pomodoro? Oh. Uh, fresh yogurt. (laughs) 
See? Are you flowing? Got it? And every day, the Lord loadeth us with benefits. The trick of the adversary is to get us not to even focus as if there are no benefits. You got to understand, everything has time. They didn't know what they were going to get that. They didn't know they were going to get that benefit. But they got the benefit. Don't get mad. It's just a little something, something. Moreover, when you daily work together with the Lord, goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. That's one reason the devil and his host constantly release distractions to take our soul captive, our will, our emotions, and our intellect in order to stop the benefits from fully manifesting in our day-to-day -day activities. Say, neighbor, watch out for distractions. Because distractions come to rob you of the benefits. All right, now let's go to Acts 5. Acts 5. Acts, the fifth chapter, in verse 1. Familiar passage, but I want to give you an explanation, an example. Acts 5 and 1. But a certain man named Ananias, with Sapphira, his wife, sold a possession. Now give me eye, eye contact because I want you to get this too. Here we have a couple that's a part of a group and they see that if you bring what you have and present it to the man of God and you leave it, it's going to bring a blessing. Got it? But this couple, Ananias and Sapphira, uh, kept back part of the price, his wife also being privy to it, and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled thine heart to lie to the Holy Ghost and to keep back part of the price of the land? While it remained, was it not thine own? And after it was sold, was it not thine own, in thine own power? Why hast thou conceived this thing in thine heart? Thou hast not lied to men, but unto God. And Ananias, hearing these words, did what? Fell down, gave up the ghost, and great fear came on all them that heard these things. Folks, lies, lies are one of the devil's key distractions to block the flow of daily benefits, especially the mercy flow. Now, have you ever told a lie? Oh, come on now. Huh? Come from lie. 
know how to laugh. Look at you and laugh. Come on now. And be smiling while I'm lying. Thinking you're going to get a benefit. Thinking you're going to get over. But if you sow a lie, eventually you reap a lie. Ananias, Acts 5 and verse 8. Peter answered her unto her, tell, wife came back, tell me whether you sold the land for such, so much. And she said, yeah, for so much. Then Peter said to her, how is it that you have agreed together to tempt the spirit of the Lord? Behold, the feet of them which have buried thy husband are at the door and shall carry thee out. Then fell she down straightway at his feet and yielded up the ghost. And the young men came in and found her dead and carried her forth, buried her with her husband. So by association and agreement to lie, two people died instead of reaping the daily load of benefits, which was loving mercy. You got to be careful who you roll with. Especially if they love to lie. I said, you got to be careful who you roll with. Especially if they love to lie. Hmm. Luke, Luke 22 now. Let me, let me, let me build my case here. Ananias and Sapphira, they lied, got it? They lied. And they dropped dead. Got it? They lied, they lied, they lied together and they dropped dead. For a season they were alive, but all of a sudden they hit that moment when they died. You there? Now watch where we go. Luke 22, verse 31. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. This is the same Peter that said to Ananias and Zephyr, what you doing lying? <laughs> Roll with me. There's the same gentleman who's saying to, who said to Ananias and Zephyr, what you doing lying? Got it? And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. But I prayed for thee that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, when you, when you finally grow up, strengthen the brethren. He said, Lord, I'm ready to go with you, both in the prison and to death. And he said, I tell you, Peter, the cock shall not crow th this day before thou hast denied me thrice and that thou knowest me. Folks, Ananias and Sapphira were not the only ones distracted by lies. And disciple named Peter also was distracted by lies. You got it? Mark 14, 66. Let me watch, watch where we go with this. Mark 14, 66. And as Peter was beneath in the palace, there cometh one of the maids of the high priest, 
And when she saw Peter warming his hand himself, she looked upon him and said, thou also was with Jesus of Nazareth. Now Jesus is about to be crucified and, 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 and Peter's following him, but he's lying. He's, he's, he's denying the Lord. But he denied saying, I know not, neither understand what thou sayest. Oh, wait a minute. You done seen Jesus do signs and wonders and miracles. And now all of a sudden you got amnesia. That's the way we roll sometimes. We, 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 we come to church and then leave church and act like we ain't never been to church. But he denied saying, I know not, neither understand. I don't understand what thou sayest. And he went out into the porch and the cock crew. Got it? Mark 14, 69. And the maid answered, so, and, and a maid saw him again and began to uh, say to them that stood by, this is one of them. And he denied it again. He lied again. And a little after, they, they that stood by said again to Peter, surely thou art one of them, for thou art a Galilean, and thy speech agreeeth thereto. Save folk, any save folk in here? Yeah, because... You know anything about cuss? I'm talking about cuss. After coming from church, cuss. <laughs> you just don't know. Um, I, want, I want them to know. I can go there. But he began to curse and to swear, said, I know not the man of whom you speak. Now watch where we go with this. Cussing. Swearing. And the second time the cock crew, and Peter called to mind the word that Jesus said unto him. Before the cock crowed thrice, thou shalt deny me thrice. And when he thought thereon, he wept. Meaning when he finally realized he wasn't as strong as he thought he was, he cried. He cried it out. He realized that, hmm, I don't have it all together. I'm, you gotta have, I don't have it all together. Yep. I said, I don't have it all together. That's part of growing, folks. You ain't going to always have it all together. Growing means there are times when you don't have it all together. Folks, now watch this. Watch this. This is so good. Here we have another person in the live flow. He was in the lie flow. He, didn't he lie? He denied the Lord. Yeah, I don't, I, Jesus, what's, Jesus? Have you ever been rolling with somebody and then they get amnesia when you get in a crisis? Don't be calling me. I don't know. Watch what happens. Another person in the lie flow. But watch this. But note, he didn't drop dead like the other two, other two people did. Wait a minute, how is it that this rascal can lie and he don't drop dead? These two lie and they drop dead. Ooh. You mean there's good lies and bad lies? No. A lie is a lie. Why? Because of the daily load of benefits called loving mercy. Mm-mm-mm. And loving mercy was attractive, activated by the prayer of Jesus himself 
made on Peter's behalf before this happened. Ananias and survived didn't have nobody praying for him. <laughs> Ananias and survived didn't have nobody praying for them. But but Peter, Peter, before he even had that moment, Jesus prayed for him and covered him in prayer. Some of y'all are alive because your mama prayed for you. Your daddy prayed for you. Crazy aunt prayed for you. Somebody prayed for you. They have mercy on you. Loving mercy was activated by the prayers that Jesus himself made on Peter's behalf before this happened, before this happened, before this happened. That's a very important reminder to us of the importance of the prayers of the righteous that avail much. Sometimes when you're growing up, you ain't in the right state. And you need somebody praying for you. Hallelujah. And that's why it's so important to stay planted in a church where you are covered by the prayers of the righteous constantly. You, you understand? Every Thursday, intercessors come together to pray for y'all. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. See, look at that. Somebody praying for you, so when you have your stupid moment, you get grace and mercy. Mercy. Because you should have been judged, but you get some mercy. Then you come to church and say, well, look, yeah, uh, yeah, but had we been in your closet, we would have seen your mess. Oh, oh, oh. That's why it's so important to stay planted, stay planted in a church where you are covered by the prayers of the righteous constantly. Somebody better be in right standing, sending their timber up every day, praying for you while you grow. So when you happen to forsake the gathering of yourself together with other faithful believers in Jesus Christ, his loving mercy still surrounds you and yours until you too grow up and mature like Peter eventually did. Uh, I don't care how old you are right now or how young you are, you still growing up. You, st you get to be 99, there's something you still got to grow up and mature to. Something you got to grow up into all the time. All these old folk getting old, and they say, well, you know, I'm, I'm retired. No, you, you need to retire, not retire. Amen. There's something for you to do. Amen. Well, you know, I done worked all my... Hey, hey, that's why you... Old and decrepit. <laughs> and mad all the time. Come on now. I'm teaching now, all right? Stay active. In a hush. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Now go to Mark 16 and 6. Come on. I'm about to close. Come on. Mark 16 and 6. Mark 16 and 6. 
And he saith, he saith unto them, Be not affrighted. Ye seek Jesus of Nazareth, which was crucified. He is risen. He's not here. Behold, the place where they laid him. All right. But go your way, tell his disciples, and Peter. After Peter denied the Lord, after he lied because mercy was on him, he still got called. Huh? It was grace abounding where his sin abound, and mercy showed up. Jesus had resurrected, and now he said, the same one that denied me, call him, because he's ready now. He, 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 he owned up to his mistakes, and he made the change. Now, now he's able to go and strengthen other people. I'm looking up. The reason some of y'all ain't been promoted because you ain't ready yet. You think you are, but there's some character flaws that have to change before you qualify so that when you get blessed, you have compassion towards others. And not treat them the way you were treated. You ever work with somebody and they just mean and they, they said, yeah, I'm mean because that's the way I was treated. Wait a minute. Change. You, you there to make a change. Not to, do the, not to replicate what was done. And the beat goes on. Folks, here in this verse, we tap into the loving mercy that Peter, after lying and denying that he knew Jesus, was able to reap also because of his association with other faith believers who were growing and maturing in the things of God. Now, here it is. Jesus has been crucified. Now he's resurrected, and he sends for Peter, the same one that denied him, same one that lied on him. The same one he called the devil. <laughs> yeah. And whenever there is growth and maturity, there is also a developing time, development time and season, when you are stretched and have to make necessary changes to grow, to flow in the right direction and produce right results. Eagle Summit, everyone here is still growing and maturing. Everyone here still has a room for improvement. That's why loving mercy is so, so precious for us all. Folks, Peter could have died just like the other two did. Mm. But God's loving mercy showed up, and he was able to keep soaring in his life purpose and serving with love. And because he was shown, shown loving mercy, he soon shared it with others. This, this, this is the part that blessed me. Go to Acts 3. He, he, mm. If you ever had mercy, oh my God, my God, why ain't you sharing it with somebody else? Acts 3 and verse 1. Now Peter and John went up to the temple, into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain lame man, not a, not a healthy man, a lame man from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask alms, to beg, to beg, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked for, um, begged, for, begged them. 
And Peter fastening his eyes upon him with John said, look on us. He was discerning that this person was hurting. He discerned that this person was in pain. He discerned that this person was in sin. He, me. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, silver and gold have I none. I don't need no money. But such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The same one that you denied, yeah. the same one that you cursed about, yeah. now you're representing. Yeah. Now you represent. Now you declare that in the name of Jesus. Yeah. In the name of Jesus. Then Peter said, Simon, go have none, but such as I have given in the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand. And lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. The same person that lied. But now he's grown up. Now he's strong. Now he can help somebody else. Sometimes you ain't ready to help somebody. Because you ain't grown up yet. And he leaping up, stood and walked and entered into the temple and entered with them into the temple walking and leaping and praising God. Folks, lo when loving mercy was given to Peter, he learned to daily pass it on. Uh, do you know what pass it on means? Do you know what pass it on means? Do you know what pass it on means? When you experience mercy, the Lord will strategically put somebody in your pathway that needs the same mercy you're going through to see whether or not you have qualified to mature and to huh, go to the next level. Most of the time, we, don't, we, we act like, okay, we better than that person that needs the mercy. No, no, no. That's why people don't want to come to church. Because you're so holy, you think you've been holy all your life. And you treat people as if you all, you better than them. You know, you got some, you got some junk, junk too. You got some junk you don't want nobody to know about. And if it wasn't for the mercy of God. And here's the thing I had to learn. I had to learn. I had to learn. When you are a person that's been experiencing pain and hurt all your life, when real love comes, you choke. Because you don't know how to handle that. You think that the person loving you is trying to get over on you, come in another way. That's all you know. And something has to change in your mind. And for some folks, it takes a long time. Yeah, I'm going. Yeah, they, they're just too nice. I go to Eagle Summit, and they just, everybody hugging on each other, and they just smiling all the time. And just, you know, talk, talk about how they love me. They don't know the hell I've been through. They don't know the pain I've been through. Hey! Mercy endures. Oh, uh, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. But if you don't know how to pass it on, and see, he, 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 here's the other piece of it. You're passing on because there's a law of sowing and reaping. Yeah. When people misuse what you sow, 
they got to reap. <laughs> but you still got to sow it because you're going to get your blessing anyhow. It may not come from that person, but it's going to come. And the liberal soul shall be made fat. Well, pastor, I tried that. And the more, the more I did for them, the more they made me feel bad. That's because you didn't know how to cast the care. And you didn't know how to sidestep. Come on. Hmm? Sometimes you got to know when, you know, that, that's it. One plants, one waters. Now, God, you got to give the increase. I done planted, I done watered. Now, now Lord, I'm getting out the way so that you can give the increase. And God can do it. Hallelujah. But how must we become, how must that be accomplished daily? How can loving mercy, the benefit, be accomplished daily? Ephesians 5.2. Come on, quickly. Ephesians 5.2. And walk in love as Christ also hath loved us and hath given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savior, savor. Eagle Summit, we are to walk in love as Christ also hath loved us. And to walk in love is to walk in the spirit of Christ and not the flesh of the world. See, I'm on point. That is why each day we must work to also abide in the Lord and the power of his might. For we are to walk by faith and not by sight. So loving mercy is one of our daily loads of benefits. Say loving mercy, loving mercy. is one of my daily loads, loads of benefits. Loving mercy, come on, requires that we learn not to be distracted by the lies of the devil and his host. Loving mercy, come on, requires that we not forsake the gathering together with other faith believers that pray prayers that avail much. Hallelujah. Loving mercy, come on. Requires that we flow with the Holy Spirit and resist the distractions of the flesh in the world. Loving mercy is an awesome benefit released daily by the Lord. Say this with me. Thank you, Lord, for releasing your loving mercy that comes each day as a benefit to me as one of your very own. Thank you, Lord, for how that loving mercy has kept me even when I didn't know it was keeping me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for the loving mercy flowing, abounding, in our lives because of your abounding grace surrounding each of us now and forever. Loving mercy. Amen. 